Ready, set, think. Hi, I'm Wes Carroll, and this is the Do the Math Puzzler. Each episode, I'll bring you a puzzle worth thinking about in your car, on your run, or wherever you may be. Episode 4, Hello Again. Let me take a moment to credit the archives of the AMC-12 and USA MTS exams from which past puzzlers have been taken or adapted. You can learn more about these collections of very elegant math puzzles at dtmath.com amc. Now let's answer the puzzler two square dice from last time. First of all, let's just acknowledge that this puzzle sounds unbelievable. It seems obvious that any infinitely long list must eventually contain, well, pretty much anything we ask for, right? Then again, an infinite list of odd numbers won't have any even numbers in it, no matter how far out you look. So maybe something like that is happening here. And by the way, have you noticed that perfect squares all end in 1, 4, 5, 6, or 9? Anyway, in order to solve this problem, let's first solve a problem that's at least a little related, but much easier, in order to get our feet under us. So, consider a sequence that starts with 2 and goes up by 10s. We have 2, 12, 22, 32, and so on. Think about taking one of those numbers and multiplying it by itself by hand. For example, 42 times 42. First, you'll multiply the 2 by 2 and get 4. And everything you do after that is going to happen to the left of that 4. In other words, everything you do after the first step won't affect that 4. It'll only affect the 10s place, or the 100s place, or some other place to the left of the 4. So, every number ending in 2 is going to have a square that ends in 4. We can do this with all the digits, not just 2, to figure out what their squares all end with. Just like squaring a number that ends in 2 leads to a number that ends in 4, a 0 leads to 0, a 1 leads to 1, 3 to 9, 4 to 6, and the rest of them lead to 5, 6, 9, 4, and 1, respectively. So if I rearrange that, those last digits of those squared numbers and eliminate the duplicates, I find that 0, 1, 4, 5, 6, and 9 are on the list, and 2, 3, 7, and 8 are conspicuously missing. In other words, no perfect square can ever end in 2, 3, 7, or 8. Okay, but so what? How does this relate to the original problem? Well, Really, it's like I just created the sequences that start with a particular digit and go up by tens, and then I asked which contain perfect squares. And now we know that starting with 0, 1, 4, 5, 6, or 9 leads to a perfect square, and starting with 2, 3, 7, or 8 doesn't. Again, assuming we're going up by tens. So the only question now really is, how do we do this all again, only this time, instead of going up by tens, we want to go up by ones or twos or threes or fours or fives or sixes, like the original problem asks us to? Let's start with sixes. Our question right now is, if we pick a number and then go up by sixes from there, will our list contain a square? Let's make all the possible lists and find out. Now, those of you familiar with the base six counting system are going to want to bust it out for these next steps. And those of you familiar with arithmetic mod six are going to want to use that tool. But for the rest of us, it's enough to just notice that every number is close to a multiple of six. In other words, every number is 0 to 5 more than some multiple of 6. Now, earlier we pointed out that if you multiply two two-digit numbers, whatever rightmost digit you get from multiplying the digits in the one place, that's going to be the rightmost digit of your answer, because nothing after that step can affect that part of the answer. Well, the same applies here. 
If I multiply a number that's two more than a multiple of six by itself, then I'm going to get an answer that's four more than a multiple of six, because every step after that first step of multiplying two by two is just going to be adding in more multiples of six. So really, we can just categorize all whole numbers based on whether they're 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, or 5 more than a multiple of 6. To make it easier to talk about, let's agree to divvy all the whole numbers into 6 buckets. The 1 bucket contains all the numbers that are 1 more than a multiple of 6, and so on. Then we can say, for example, that all the numbers in the 2 bucket have squares that are in the 4 bucket. This might be a good time to pause the podcast and think about that one. Maybe do a couple of multiplication problems and see whether you believe me. I'll be here when you get back, or I'll be listening on Twitter at ThatWestGuy if you have questions or objections. Okay, welcome back. So now we can take all six of our buckets and figure out where their squares go. Squaring a zero-bucket number leads to a number in the zero-bucket. Squaring a one-bucket number leads to a one-bucket number. Two leads to four. Three leads to three. 4 leads to 4, and 5 leads to 1. All the squares wound up in the 0, 1, 3, or 4 buckets, and none of them ended up in the 2 or 5 buckets. So, if you make a sequence by starting with a 2 or a 5, and you go up by 6s, you won't have any perfect squares on that list. They're all in other buckets. But if you start with anything else, you're in luck. Now it's just some research to apply the same thinking to the other lists. I'll save you the trouble. We just said that going up by sixes, you can't start with a two or a five if you want squares. Going up by fives, you can't start with two or three. Going up by fours, you can't start with two, three, or six. Going up by threes, you can't start with two or five. If you go up by ones or twos, though, you always get plenty of them. In all, there are nine sequences without perfect squares out of the 36 possible sequences. So, the requested chance that the next throw of the dice will form a sequence that contains a perfect square is 27 in 36, or 3 in 4, or 75%. By the way, this problem was taken from the book St. Mary's College Mathematics Contest Problems and was later republished by the USA Mathematical Talent Search as part of their 2005-2006 contest year. And by the way... Yes, that does mean that high school students were expected to not only solve this problem, but prove it. But don't feel bad. These high school students have had more practice than most of us, and great coaching besides. And of course, if you or your son or daughter would like to be one of those students, just visit dtmath.com start, and I can get you on your way. That'd be fun. And now it's time for today's puzzler. Today's puzzler is called Many Stuffy Lines. It comes from listener Adam Ganderson, who encountered something like it on Khan Academy. Here we go. You have four stuffed animals. You line three of them up, at a time, always single file. How many distinct lineups are possible? Bonus points if you also tell me the number of distinct ways you can arrange them in a circle instead of a line. We'll look at solutions next time. Tweet your solutions, questions, or comments at thatwesguy, or email me at wes at dtmath.com. Feel free to also share any feedback on the podcast. I'm just doing this for you and me, so I'm interested to hear what you think. Good luck.